Hey, hello everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me this week is Tyler. How you doing, boyo? Alrighty, how are you? Oh, you know, just just usual, just the usual getting destroyed by my employer, you know, just getting ground to dust for, for profit, you know. You know how it works here in America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel you. I this this past week was um, the longest, the most I've had to work during mm -hmm. the work week in a long time. So, and it's not going to slow down for me oh. either. So I feel you. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I guess the thing we have to look forward to is all that discount Halloween candy. I know you can't really have a lot of the the, the nutty stuff. No. And you don't like chocolate. Nope. So, do you eat any Halloween candy? Yeah, I mean, I'll eat, I'll eat the fruity stuff, mm. any anything like that, the mm. sugary stuff, I guess, too. So, I'm not crazy over it, but but I will, I will eat it if it's presented to me. Okay. Well, when you say fruity stuff, what what are you talking about? Are you talking about those like sour peach rings? Um, Talk about those Lifesavers gummies. Yeah, like Lifesavers or, uh, you know, Jolly Ranchers, Starburst, Ooh, anything Starburst. like that. Gushers, are you in for... Those aren't really candy. But, no, I mean, no, they're not but, a Halloween candy, but... Yeah. They're definitely candy. I'll, right. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I, I, I will eat Gushers, yes. How about, how about that Fruit by the Foot? Oh, yeah. Mm. I love the Fruit by the Foot. All right, now, um, do you eat it by the foot, or you just ball it up and throw it in your mouth? <laughs> uh, I I eat it in pieces. Okay. <laughs> it's just too much. Um, you know, I, I know it's a controversial thing with a lot of people, but I like candy corn. Okay. Uh, I don't need, you're not a candy corn fan? No, no, uh, no, not at man. all. Damn. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's, that's just around the corner. You know there's going to be a lot of discount... Halloween candy, because who the fuck is trick-or-treating right now? I don't know. I know our our development plans on doing it, I think. We will not be right. home, though. But, mm -hmm. but, yeah. I know a lot of people are just setting, like, bowls out full of shit. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Either way. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing this year, for sure. Ah, uh, oh well. I, I, I think I need some... I haven't had candy in a long time. I need some of that. need some of that sugary goodness. Mm -hmm. But until then, all I've got is beer. <laughs> How much beer you got? What'd you, oh, what'd you I actually need... I need to get some more beer. I'm going through about, like, a 12-pack a week is, like, my average. Mm. It's like, it's not, you know, a beer or two a day. Then I get to the weekend and I'm like, oh wow, I'm almost out of beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. My fridge was full when we got back from vacation, like Labor Day, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's getting there. It's I'd say it's about half, which is a lot of beer. Yeah. So, beer's good. Uh, well, if if you haven't guessed already out there that there isn't much news to talk about this week so that that, that might be why we're bullshitting here yeah uh, you know i mean there's other things to bullshit about too uh lewis hamilton surpassing 
Michael Schumacher. Yeah. Uh, 92 F1 wins. Won by like 25 seconds. <laughs> Which, yeah, over his teammate that has like mm-hmm. the same fucking car. It's totally crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did it in dominant fashion. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those opening laps, though, were really exciting to oh, watch. Yeah. That was that yeah. was a lot of fun. I mean, the whole race wasn't wasn't too bad, other than you know the the mid pack stuff's always entertaining. Yeah, Pierre Gasly had a great race today. Oh yeah, so did um, Sergio Perez. Like his drive was fucking great after being spun yeah. out. From the yeah, first I you know I I kind of think Max should have gotten some sort of punishment for that because he did kind of like swerve right back on the track after going yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah, he could have he could have definitely, I think rejoined you know, in a safe manner, you yes, know, like how or, you're supposed to. Yeah, or backed off a little getting into that corner and yeah, I, I when when they said they weren't gonna investigate that, I was like, hmm, that's interesting for yeah. sure. Um I just it just blows my mind with Lewis Hamilton. I I, I mean I know Mercedes has the best car, but I feel like week in and week out, he shows that he is completely better at driving than Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, like Which tire management, wonder, like, pace, everything. It's 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 unbelievable. Like, <laughs> what would happen if uh, like if a different driver were in that other Mercedes? Yeah, like, like I, I'm not I, trying I to say I think Valtteri is a bad driver, but I'm just curious now. It's been so like we've had a few seasons of this. And he hasn't really made it competitive, so no. I, yeah. No, Personally, it's it blows my mind. I agree. I'd like to see uh, maybe George Russell in that seat. Yeah, <laughs> because he seems to be doing the same thing over at Williams, way ahead of whatever teammate he has. Yeah, he's he's, he's getting getting good. more out of that car than arguably he should be able to. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, and. Yeah, it is. It is pretty mind blowing. There, um, there's just a gap between the two. Because I feel like every every race weekend, it's like, okay, Valtteri looks really great during practice and qualifying. You know, qualifying super close. Maybe he has the pole. Maybe he lost it a little bit to Hamilton. Starts the race really well, and then Hamilton just blows by him, and it's like not even a competition. Mm-hmm. After you know, fifteen twenty laps, it's just I don't know. It's crazy, man. The, it's yeah. just the gap between the two. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious, though, you know, because I feel like Alex Albon will not be back in that second Red Bull seat. No. And I'm really curious who will He doesn't look comfortable in that car. Like it's... No, he doesn't. I, I would love to see um, Sergio Perez go to Red Bull. I think he could do a really good job there. Well, there are rumors that Sergio Perez is going to take George Russell's yeah, seat at Williams. Right, I did. I did read them as well, which is a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it should be Nicholas Latifi, but whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently it's because of sponsorship money. Right. That's why. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean Haas dropping both their drivers, and rumors are they're going to take two F two drivers. Up, yeah. So. Old Mick Schumacher is look is looking to get a seat there. Yeah, which I feel like that guy's just purely based off of his name. You know, he seems like a pretty good driver in F two, but uh, he's going to have a lot of hype behind him mm-hmm. coming into F one. 
So yeah, that could be could be interesting, for sure. Be an yeah. interesting season next year, I think. Even yeah. it'll be an interesting season, I think, because of a lot of drivers kind of changing around uh, their rides, um, or a lot of teams changing up their drivers. Um, but in the end, I ultimately feel like it will be a, a predictable season in yeah. the overall outcome yeah. of it. Especially if Hamilton stays with Mercedes, which why would he not stay with Mercedes through next year at least? I mean, he did start up that other racing team in this new Extreme E series. What is that? That okay? You haven't heard of Extreme E? No. Okay, so imagine like rally with electric cars. Oh, okay. I think I'm not sure if it's rally. I think it might be uh, SUVs, electric SUVs racing. So yeah, I mean it, they have some interesting things going on. Like uh, it's like there's all, every team is a man and a woman driver, and they have to swap in the middle of the race. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at pictures now. This looks interesting. Yeah, uh, I yeah he he. he he has he has a team in that series, so I'm not sure if he's gonna himself drive in it. I'm not sure if they've even announced driver lineups, so hmm. we'll see. Very cool. But yeah, what five races left in F1 yep, season? Five races. Yeah, I I think Lewis eventually, like if he races at Mercedes next year, uh, I think he'll break the 100. Oh, 100 percent. So. And, yeah. I, and I don't, I don't see anyone getting close to that anytime soon. No, I don't think not. any of the current drivers will get to that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just so, you know, insane how great Mercedes cars are. Because when they, when um, Valtteri passed Carlos Sainz for the lead, it was like a couple corners later he was already up like a second and a half on him. It's like, dude, you just fucking passed him. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Just nuts. I really wish, though. Yeah, I mean, the, the race overall wasn't bad, but I really yeah. wish um, the rain came down a lot harder just to really spice things up. That yeah, it kept. It, it seems like this year it's always a teasing rain that like might happen, but it never does. The thing yeah. today, though, was the wind. It kept. Yeah, the wind was gusting. It was changing directions. Causing, mm-hmm. causing some problems out there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, last thing I'll say, shout out to Kimi Raikkonen's opening lap. Oh, yeah. Which was amazing. He passed 11 cars and got up to sixth. Yeah, that everyone was, was sliding on the track, and, like, that's just where he's home at. That He's got that uh, finish rally DNA. Yeah. Just knows how to find the grip. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really amazing opening lap for him. Damn, Kimmy's he's 41 years old. I, I know, know, right? I know. And he, he still has it. I mean, yeah. if he just has a more competitive car, I mean, I, he could still be up there competing, I think. Yeah. I don't think he wants to deal with that pressure. He even said it himself, <laughs> racing is more of a hobby for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess we should eventually talk about video games, considering that we're, like, 10 plus minutes into this podcast <laughs> that's kind of about video games. Uh, 
not much has changed for me, man. How, how much have you? What, what have you played? Um, I finished Marvel's Avengers, the campaign. Okay. Um, this, you know, overall the campaign and the story I thought were well done. Um, you know, it's just kind of a lot of other things around it are just dumb in this game and, and unnecessary. Uh, the final boss fight uh, was kind of fucking annoying because uh, it kind of cycles through every character and you have to do certain things as each character, which is fine. But there was a couple things, especially with like Captain America. I'm like, oh my god, this is just fucking annoying because I, I just felt like the boss's attacks were like completely unavoidable and it was it was lame. Um, and the, the the very end, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it really too much, but very much reminded me of the ending of God of War two on PS two. Just you don't really get to play it, which was also unfortunate. Hmm. Um, but I mean, there was there were some cool moments along the way with the campaign. It's just so many just annoying things about that game. In, in playing it like I've just kind of gotten to the point with the skill trees anymore with a lot of games but especially this one the more I got into it the more I'm like all these skills are just fucking lame like and that's one thing when it comes to Hades that I think is amazing is that every skill anything you get in that game is is helping you and is rewarding and, you know, there's just so many games out there, and Marvel's Avengers is another one, where the skill trees are just fucking lame. And I kind of started to feel that way uh, with this game. And, and then, yeah, I mean, I've talked about the loot stuff. It's just totally lame as well. Um, and overall, the game just felt clumsy, I guess, in a way. It just felt clumsy to do stuff in it. And I just feel like there's a there's a better game there, but it's also it's just really kind of awkwardly designed. But I think the campaign is worth playing through. Um, maybe just not not at the the price that this game is at right now. Um, oh, all right. So well, are are you now that you finished? Are you in for the end game? Are you in for the grind? The end game loot grind. So here's the th- and, and here's the thing. So you know you finish the game and now you unlock a bunch of stuff. You can do Avengers Initiative stuff. Um, there's all these new mission chains and a whole bunch of stuff you can do. And I'm like, okay, this this could be neat. Why not? Uh, I'm curious in into how some of the higher end content would go. But at the same time, if the loot doesn't matter to my character, and all I'm doing is raising numbers. Like, it, it literally doesn't matter. It doesn't change the looks. Nothing. Then what am I playing for? Skins? Sure. Skins are cool, but they're not enough in a game that is just fine for me to want to sink a ton of time into it uh, for the end game. And then even I tried, after I finished, I'm like, you know what, I'll try some Avengers Initiative stuff. And I even went to do matchmaking, and I wasn't finding anyone. 
Um, oh. So I don't know if it was just the mission because I'm doing like early end game stuff that maybe you know a lot of the more hardcore players are just past at this point. I don't know, but I sat there for a couple minutes. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm I'm done. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. In even to you know the game overall does look good animations are good they're flashy uh the environments you're in are they they do look fine and there were some some moments visually in some of the levels where i'm like wow this is really fucking beautiful um especially the final mission and and but another complaint i have is i just feel like so many of the environments are just repeated in a, such a not interesting way so like in destiny for example you are you're constantly going back to the same environments and just kind of doing things over and over again or maybe a, a mission will take you to some place you've already been but the thing with destiny is it just it has that art style that it's always interesting to look at in in, in pops Whereas I'm just kind of going into like a generic looking lab building again in this game. You know, some of the outdoor stuff looked fine, but it's like, oh, it's another kind of desert spot. And, oh, they, the bad guys have some some facility here. Let's go in it. And it's just... So I think when it comes to like environments, I'm like, I really don't care enough to be back in these over and over and over and over again. Um, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a fine game uh, to play through the campaign, but it's just overall, I, I feel like it's not what it should be. Mm. So. Not your Avengers. <sighs> No, no, and I think definitely when it comes to a game like this, it's not something that I'm going to stick with too much beyond this. I might come back when they add more more characters to it, um, but but to, to me that also gets back to my point about like the skill trees and stuff. It's like, okay, like yeah, I'm sure some of their base abilities are going to be really fun, but the skill tree just kind of sucks. I feel like I'm not really getting anywhere and. And in the end, it's just going to be a kind of a beat em up experience anyway. It's not going to change too much. Um, so, I, I, don't know. I don't know. See where this game goes. I, I'm really curious, especially with them, you know, delaying their content, delaying the next gen version, if this game has any legs a year from now. Or if it will be an anthem. I think it'll be an anthem. Probably, probably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, otherwise, I did play a little Crash 4, but nothing too new there. Just I'm on some of the end levels, I feel like, and they're just so fucking hard. Like, <laughs> now I have an ability during one of the levels where I can change gravity. And so I'm basically the game constantly forces you to be like on the ground and then you change gravity and now you're on like the fucking ceiling. Mm -hmm. And they've created some really crazy ass challenges, uh, especially if you're trying to get everything in the levels. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know how someone could do this. Um, you know, just need a lot of practice to do it, but it's it's. 
very tough, but but fun. So I will continue with that. And then I have played Hades. Some more Hades. I got to the Temple of Sticks. Ooh, yeah. And died. <laughs> so I got through, you know, um, the first two areas. Totally fine. Just whipping ass. I got, uh, it was a twin fist run, and I had uh, just some amazing, amazing booms, I felt. Like, I had the ability uh, to, like, lightnings popping out with every attack, plus my attack, I got one where my attack was faster, and then Mm -hmm. I had the whole, I did get one with Poseidon, so when I was dashing around, just dashing into dudes, knocking them back, hurting them. And I got a couple other ones. So I'm like, man, this I'm just feeling it. This feels really fucking good. Um, got through Elysium pretty fine until the, I guess, final boss of Elysium mm-hmm. where you fight two bosses. Uh, yeah. And I got my fucking ass handed to me, but it was one of the most exciting things. I literally killed the the last one with one health left. Hmm. It was fucking nuts. I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe I just did that. Like, I was so close. Um, And those, yeah, those bosses are really good. Do they change up? Does that change? Hmm. So I got the... Why am I so bad with fucking names in this game? I got Theseus. Yeah, Theseus and, and Asterius. Asterius, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> okay, so there are multiple variants of... Okay, so you already know you have the three Fury sisters that could be in the first boss room. Yep. Your second boss is the Hydra, which can take somewhat different forms. Okay. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. Like, you know, you'll if you can tell by like just what the Hydra's head looks like. Like sometimes it'll be like these green bulbous shards coming out. Sometimes it'll be like pink or or orange. Like they yeah. they all have slightly different mechanics. Mm. Yeah, I have not noticed it with the Hydra. I've just noticed it. Its attacks are pink, pretty mm. much every run so far for me. Okay, maybe that's something that unlocks along the way. Uh, Theseus and Asterius don't necessarily change all that much, but there is a mechanic after you clear a run that you do change. You can change the mechanics of all the bosses a little bit. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but think Halo Three Skulls. Oh wow! <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'll have to clear a run before you unlock that system yet. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. When, and I don't know if this happens every time too, but before the boss fight with both of them, I fought Asterius. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just totally whooped his fucking ass. Like, yeah. honestly, he's not that hard on his own. Um, yeah. And and I was like really feeling it then. I'm like, fuck yeah, bring it on. Um, and yeah. So then another thing I ran into that I guess isn't a boss fight, but I didn't... I lost, but Thanatos? Yep. There's like a competition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that about? Uh, so he's your sexy goth boyfriend. Uh, yeah. 
And, yeah, he's just there to make a comp for some friendly competition, you know? He's actually there okay. kind of to help you out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, the story-wise, he's, he's there to help you. Um, but he turns it into a competition. But I, I don't think, like, when you lose to him, you don't get sent back, right? I, no. I haven't. Yeah. No, I, I lost to him and nothing really happened. Yeah. The thing is, if you win, he gives you something. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so then I got through just a couple of rooms in the Temple of, of Sticks, and I found that I was thoroughly confused why I was taking damage. <laughs> I need to just pay attention more. I, I'm like, dude, I have no... Like, all of a sudden, all my health's gone. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And you got you got to drink that good stuff from the fountain when you get poisoned, man. Yeah, I do. So, yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, getting there. I've I've also you know got enough keys. I unlock more stuff at the mirror that I'm going to invest in, and I'm also trying to go for the um, third death defiance mm. just to have that there because that's very helpful to have. So. I'm getting there. I also did get the uh, the railgun, um, mm. which mm -hmm. my first run with that was the far before this run today with the twin fist. That was the furthest I ever got, and that thing oh, yeah. was fucking fun. But then I did another run with it, and I was not getting good good boons to help me. And I feel like if that if you're not getting upgrades for that thing to have it fire faster or I got one, you know, with like from Zeus to have lightning and kind of chain to a bunch of enemies, which was just awesome. I feel like if you're not getting upgrades, that thing is a little hard sometimes. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but but I, I've I've found I found my second run when I wasn't getting things very early. I did not do as well. So, what a game though! I haven't finished it yet, but I just I I love this game. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, I just, it is fantastic. Yeah, and and I mean, yeah, I've said it before, but it's the only one of these games to where I like consistently like just want to keep coming back to it because it's just it's really fun. And so one of these days, I hope to to get it. Are you still playing Hades? Oh yes, I am still playing Hades. I like yeah, like like I said earlier, like I have to, I kind of have to challenge myself uh, to make runs challenging, like. It's, I I found a few builds that I can kind of go for with the different weapons, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna clear it this run. Mm -hmm. I actually had a streak of uh, seven clears in a row. Oh wow, nice. So yeah. So you're yeah. consistently getting through them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just more or less like I'm going through these runs, tr trying to uh, trigger the end game stuff right mm. now. Because in order to do that, in order to do that, you need to uh, raise your relationship level with all the all the Olympian gods. Gotcha. So yeah, nice. I I keep plugging away at that. Um, we also played some Wasteland Three. Yeah. Uh, we went we went back, got some ammo, and came back and wrecked shop. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. <laughs> That was incredibly satisfying. We just fucking wrecked those dudes mm -hmm. uh, when we came back, and 
And it yeah. turns out we weren't even supposed to do that quite yet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we, were, we, didn't, we were not supposed to be there. But well, we ended up going to the bazaar and speaking to this like vampire-like dude that I oh never want to fucking see again in my life because he was gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was awful. That was not great. <laughs> no. Um, we also, instead of... Uh, Hmm. So we killed a bunch of smugglers mm-hmm. and found these refugees who basically had everything taken from them by these smugglers. And instead of preventing them from going to the, to what is it? Uh, what's the place called? Grand Spring? Grand Rapids? Yeah. Um, we were, we were actually paid to go, go out there to go and prevent them, pre- prevent more refugees from going. But instead I kind of like, I kind of paid a guy to take them there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was fun. And then, you know, the last quest we kind of ended on, we got a call from someone to come help his family at, at his homestead. Oh, God. This chick is not right in the head. She's basically a, a cannibal at this point, eating yep. people in... Specifically eating fingers. Yeah. candy. Yes. She calls it candy, and that was was pretty crazy. That was, Mm -hmm. I think, the best writing in this game so far to me. I was like, wow, this is really well done and creepy, and I don't like any of this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You freaked that mountain goat, though. I did. Yeah. Yeah, that was was good. Um, I, I couldn't befriend the mountain goat because the pig that I have is still alive. Yeah, yeah. I, I I made a pig friend, and that pig friend will not die. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that's okay. Yeah, the pig's fun. We we so we've had a pig for a while. We had a cat in the beginning of the game. So we've had a couple of cats. I I didn't tell you every time the cat died because I just went and got another cat. Oh really? I did. <laughs> wow, that's pretty pretty <laughs> impressive. I never I I knew it died, but I just thought it came back. I was like, okay, we're, we're, no, no, they don't back. come back. They they just die, and yeah. I had to befriend another animal. <laughs> we had a fox for a little while too, but that died also. Mm, yeah, that's right, we did. Mm. So yeah, I mean this this game this game's fun, and I, you know it's. The more we get into it, the more combat we do and upgrade our characters. It's it's fun. Yeah. Felt like we all kind of got some better gear oh, this yeah. past time, too, which really has helped out. Better weapons and armor and everything like that. Yeah, we need to dive so. into some of that uh, weapon and armor modding. Yeah, because we, we do. do have we have do we have some mods in our inventory that we just aren't using. Yeah. Well, well, I've done some of it, but I guess what I'm not understanding is I think there's certain, I guess there's certain mods that can only go on certain types of weapons. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, what, what we need to get into, figure that out. Yeah, uh, and the only other thing I've been playing is Genshin Impact. Uh, I have not put money into it yet. I st- I'm, I'm holding out, man. I'm holding <laughs> out. I'm holding out until uh, a character comes that I'm motivated to try to get because right now the featured character is not 
someone I'm particularly excited over. I don't know. Mm. It, I don't know. I'm just waiting until I find the one. The one anime waifu. <laughs> <laughs> Are you finding the games, like, still fun and rewarding and everything? Not putting money into it? Yeah, I mean, the game itself and actually playing through, like, the story stuff and through some of the dungeons, it it's fun. Like, it's, it's a fun game. Like, there's a game there. It's not just the gotcha. There, there, there's some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I unlocked a system. It's basically daily quests now that I can go and grind if I want to get the currency I need to engage in the in the gambling, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm still having fun with it, having not spent money. Good. And I probably should spend money in it because, you know... Games cost something, right? It yeah. costs some. It costs something to make that game, right? So yeah. I, I should probably chip in a little bit. You know, I mean, not everyone will, but you know, no. people who can and think they should, yeah, go ahead and toss some money at a game you're playing, even though you didn't pay any money to begin with. Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, if this will inspire any any movement to have games like this be free. Hmm. Moving forward with how much this uh, this game is made, I don't know. Yeah, be interesting to watch. I guess if that even happens at all. Yeah, I I, I just uh, I'm just like this is the first time I've played a gotcha game that kind of has well, that kind of actually has a game behind it. You know, that's outside mm-hmm. of just trying to grind to your next uh, your next pool or your yeah you know, like your next uh, your next yeah. Just there, there's there's stuff there to be played, and it's not it's not really limiting you in the fashion that a lot of uh, free to play gotcha games do. Right. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I've I've, I've kind of not really done much else. I mean, I'm kind of itching to play other stuff. I just don't know what yet. Yeah, it's I I'm just trying to kind of finish some things up you know i really want to try to beat hades i'm gonna hopefully finish crash 4 soon um because it's kind of the calm before the storm in a way mm-hmm. um with with you know the new consoles being like fucking two weeks away at this point oh god you're nuts. right yeah it'll be two weeks this thursday so you know i i i just remembered that I kind of also need a new TV to go along with this console to get the most out of it. Because <laughs> mm. mm. I don't, I currently do not have a TV that supports HDMI 2.1. Gotcha. So, if I want to get all of the pixels, I'm going to need to buy a TV also. Yeah. Which doesn't seem too bad. I've seen some TVs that will do what I need to do for like $500, $600, and that's mm-hmm. not bad. No. No, there's there, you can definitely get a, a solid TV for for that price. I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's just a lot of money. But I've been working a lot of overtime, you know. Yeah. <laughs> haven't had haven't had much time to spend my money, you know. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. You work so much that you don't have time to enjoy what you earned. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Did you try to get a PS Five? No, not on pre-order. I'm just going to walk into a store and get one. Gotcha. The first week, I guarantee you I'll be able to do it. <laughs> All right. I, I, I hope so. That'd be fucking awesome. 
all you people freaking out about pre-orders and mm. whatever. Uh, it's not in the news, but you know, reviewers have been getting these uh, these PS5 consoles. Yeah. Uh, I guess we could talk about that real quick. Box big. Oh yeah, box very big. <laughs> uh, I love um, the post I saw on IGN's Instagram. They posted pictures of the box in relation to a grown cat, mm-hmm. and it, it puts it into perspective. Yeah, I saw I saw one with, uh, you know, uh, Lucy James from GameSpot. Uh, she posted a picture with it next to a banana and an egg. So wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a big box. I mean, it's otherwise it's a console box. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have any like games or anything on the back of it, which some some do. But if I remember correctly, did, I don't know if PS4 did that. Like the early PS4, yeah, boxes. So you know, not not a big deal, anyways. But yeah, I'm, you know, I saw them going out. Honestly, little jelly, but yeah, yeah. it'll be here I, before you know it. But I, I kind of want a PlayStation Five. Like, yeah, the closer we get to it, I'm like, damn, maybe I should have tried to pre-order. Yeah, but you know, I think I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, they have to. They want to have a retail presence, so they have to have, you know, additional consoles for stores. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's just, they're probably still going to sell very quickly regardless. Tyler, so. might I ask you what you think of my strategy to go to the most low-key places to try to buy a, buy this new console? The I... dilapidated Kmart at Willow Street. <laughs> Do you think they will have a PlayStation 5? No, I don't. I don't think they even sell video games anymore. I haven't stepped foot in that store in, like, almost 10 years. Yeah, what what I heard, (laughs) because um, Kelly works in Willow Street, so she runs over there sometimes if she needs to get something on her lunch break or anything. Mm -hmm. Very rare. But what she told me is that they actually had certain sections of the store totally blocked off because they didn't even have anything to sell in them. So, oh God. yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how it's been hanging on that Kmart, but I don't, I don't see it hanging on much longer. So I don't think they're going to have PlayStation Five. I'm just, I'm, I don't know why no one else has come in and bought that lot from them. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't know either. A more successful business should, I, I, I would think, so that that spot would be okay for a business. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's kind of like right in the middle of like multiple residential districts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I think it would make make sense. But I, yeah, I just don't even know how they're hanging on. It's just mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, I see more. I see more customers in that shopping area going to Dollar General and Dollar Tree than into the Kmart. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. But enough about local stores and retail. <laughs> Let's talk about the news. Uh, speaking of the PlayStation Five, a feature that I'm not sure anyone kind of guessed was happening: the PlayStation Five's fan. Yes, the cooling fan in the, your PlayStation 5 will be optimized in patches? Yeah. Apparently. 
So it's going to be like, it's going to try to take into account like when shit gets hottest, like I, I guess is when it'll spin up more. I don't. It's, it's really weird. Like, why? Hmm. Other than for maybe durability purposes, why do you have a fan spinning any less than a hundred percent? Yeah, that that is that is a good point, and I'm not unless it's I'm loud. Sure that is this fan loud? Yeah, and it's kind of interesting how I feel like Sony is completely obsessed with having this console be quiet, mm-hmm. and so you know them being able to adjust how the fan runs. I mean, it's cool that they're able that they'll be able to do that. I thought it was pretty. I get it. It's cool. It's cool. I get it. Ha 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 ha. You know, it's interesting though how these consoles have evolved. You know, to where they will be able to patch something like this. Because uh, I thought this generation, it was mind blowing that we could get patches to update things on our controller. I'm like, oh wow, this is. <laughs> I just never really thought of it. So it's, I mean, it's cool and they're going to be collecting a lot of data on it. But, you know, I I feel like the console is going to be quiet in the beginning. But I'm really curious once games are more optimized, games are developed for the PlayStation 5 only, you know, if, if that fan will get louder. Because it's just pushing the system more. The games are. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. Yeah. I. I will say the PlayStation Four and you have a PlayStation Four Pro. These consoles get pretty loud sometimes when they're spinning up. They do. Uh, Definitely. I wonder if part of that is that I just have to take mine apart and clean out the fan. Maybe mm. that's the thing. I saw a video of like how you can actually take it apart. And even, like, get at the motherboard of the damn thing. Wow. So. Wow. I might, have to, I might have to do that. It'll be easier with the PlayStation 5 to take it apart, but I need to take apart my PS4. Yeah. That, that's a project. Yeah. I mean, you're still rocking a PS4 or what? Yeah, my launch, launch PS4. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so. I think I got it two weeks after launch. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 old. <laughs> Yeah. Old hardware. Still running okay, though. Yeah, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, enough about this fan. Uh, we, we've, got, we've also got another sighting, other than the PlayStation 5 box. We've got a sighting of some Uncharted movie stuff. There, there's, some, there's some pictures from... I guess they're filming this thing. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess they're doing that. Uh, there's, a, They have a Nathan Drake. They yep. have Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Uh, I, he looks all right. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think when it comes to the outfit he is in, they did a pretty good job with it. Mm. For sure. I... I I'm curious with Tom Holland. I do like him, and I think he's very good at Spider-Man. Um, I haven't watched anything of him not as Spider-Man, so you know, I'm just curious if he's kind of one of those actors that just kind of plays things the same way. So I'm really curious how well he can 
pull off a Nathan Drake, but I, I feel like he could do it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, yeah, Spider-Man and Nathan Drake are very different characters in my head. Like, yeah. Nathan Drake kind of seems like an airheaded, like, kind of arrogant kind of guy mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to hate on Nathan Drake, though, here. It's just that he's, he's a little bit of a shithead, but a lovable shithead. Yeah, yeah, he definitely can be. Uh, so I wonder if uh, Tom Holland can bring that out. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, according to some of these images, uh, he's getting some advice from Nolan North. Which is good. I, I think having Nolan North involved, even, even if it's some sort of like advisory sort of way, I think is smart. Mm. So that's that's very good as well. I, I you know, Tom Tom Holland, I feel like has a lot of potential to pull this off in. It could be a good movie. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. I will not believe that this movie is happening until we actually, you know, have a release date, like, and like trailers on TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because uh, it's been a long time coming for this. Like, they, I feel like this has been in the works for a long, like, how how many years has it been? Oh, a long time, dude. Like, Long time. Were, were they talking about doing this at, like, around Uncharted 3? Yeah. I think so. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's... I mean, it's gotta been six, seven years at this point. Oh, and just gosh. so many different directors and writers attached to this. and But it's finally being made. Oh, God, I forgot... Sully is being played by Mark Wahlberg. I forgot yep. about that until just yep. now when I'm reading it. <laughs> yep. I don't, Mark I don't know Wahlberg. how to feel about that. I know. I know. I don't Apparently know. it's a younger Sully. Yeah. I mean, I, hmm. I still don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll oh, see. Well. we'll see. I'm curious how this goes. Yeah. I also want them to... And I, I've not heard if they're trying to, like, be like, oh, this is a story from the first game or whatever. But I, I they just need to make it their own but still have it have that uncharted feel to it. That's the best thing I think they could do is to, like, tell tell a original story or something like that. But still have it be that fun uncharted that everyone likes. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely the thing. Uh, I. Yeah. I just don't know what a good Uncharted movie looks like, though. I. I hope they don't just. I hope they avoid just doing an Indiana Jones. Yeah. If, if it's just an Indiana Jones and they're going to call it Uncharted, I'm not sure. I I care. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, we've got a couple of Ubisoft stories here. One of them I'm less excited about, and that is they're they're building more of Watch Dogs Legion around Aiden Pierce from the original Watch Dogs. Why would they be doing this? I don't know. But apparently they're they're doing they're reworking some things to incorporate Aiden in in a more uh, front and center way, and. Uh, I don't think that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. I uh 
when they announced that they were doing post-launch DLC that will have Aiden, I'm like, oh, does anyone really want to play as him? But apparently there's a big fan base for him that I never knew about. And yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I thought he was just horrible as a main character. And just that first game was not great. And it just, yeah, it's kind of surprising to me that that they're doing this. So, you know, they'll have parts of the main game with him, and then he'll have his own DLC story. I don't know. Kind of blows my fucking mind, honestly. He was just boring. Yeah. Uh, I I hope that Watch Dogs Legion is good. I, I Me too. It looks interesting enough. Yeah. Just hope I'm not exhausted by it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, I it does very much look interesting. I, I, I hope it is good as well because Watch Dogs Two was really good, and mm. I really liked that game a lot. And Marcus Holloway, the main character you play in that game, was fucking awesome. And so I'm curious, you know, why he doesn't have any, any, um, story in this game at all, or if. You know, they'll use him in the next game. I, I don't know. Because um, I, I thought he was really well done. But yeah. this game's out this week. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's... Oh, God. It's out this coming Friday on, on PS4. You know, it'll have a PS5 version. I'm I'm just waiting to play it on PS5. But, yeah, I, I forgot this game's out this week. So we'll know if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. And maybe you won't get it for PS5. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- there's just so many games coming out that, you know, I'm, I am curious about Watch Dogs. I just don't know if I'm going to have time for it this year. Well, I know you're going to absolutely make time for Assassin's Creed Valhalla because that's just yes. the kind of person you are. You're going to play the Assassin's Creed for, like, two years straight. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come here and talk about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess speaking of post-launch plans, Assassin's Creed Valhalla does have... Uh, is already coming out with what they're doing after the game's out. Um, there's going to be free and paid additional content. Uh, they're going... They've, they've even named their stuff. Uh, the first paid content is Wrath of Druids. And there's a second expansion called the Siege of Paris. Looks like you're going all around the all around uh, Western Europe here in uh, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know they did a good job supporting Odyssey and Origins to me. So with both free and paid content. So you know while it's always kind of a bummer to see this sort of stuff um, before the game's even out. Just their track record to me, uh, it doesn't upset me too much because both campaigns I felt for Origins and Odyssey, because they did two big DLC campaigns for those games that you had to pay for, I thought were very well done and a lot of fun. And Odyssey added things to the game and Odyssey's actually really played into the story connection between Origins and Odyssey, which was interesting, the Fate of Atlantis DLC. So, you know, I feel like 
you know, these campaigns will probably hopefully be worth the money. And what I'm more interested in is now they are turning Assassin's Creed into a game that has seasons. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't know how that works in a single-player, I guess, action RPG. And I'm really curious how that goes, because they're going to have multiple seasons that will last, you know, for a couple months. And they said that, uh, I guess, the first season, a Viking Yule Festival access to season centerpiece and then you get river raids a new game mode um, which which offers a challenging twist on raiding and then a whole bunch of other things so I'm really curious how that will pan out because Odyssey they just kind of added they just added stuff whenever it didn't have the whole seasons thing to it they just would add uh, a couple of new missions side missions to the base game um, and then they you know added discovery mode and some other things um, as well but yeah curious how the how this will go but yeah know, I'm I think sure maybe God. maybe doing it as a seasonal thing helps them link their DLCs together a little bit better mm-hmm. because like I remember like for that for origins and Odyssey like some of some of the stuff just didn't like Occasionally, you get an update that adds some side quests that aren't necessarily related to other stuff coming out. It's, yeah, I mean, it. I think it'll help them strategically, like trying to get, like, there's this whole theme along with this season, like, and it'll, I, it's mostly a marketing thing, but it'll energize people to go towards this whole series of things that seem connected. Right. Yeah, it could it could work out. What I will not get behind is if they announce that this game's going to have a goddamn battle pass in some way. Because fuck that. It's an assassin's pass. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, what, 40 bucks? I think I saw for the season pass, which will get you the two, two big DLCs. So. Oh, God. You're getting this on a PlayStation Five, also, right? Yeah, that's that's my plan. So, so, so that's that's a hundred and hundred and ten dollars for the whole thing, if you want to get the season pass, because yeah, they're they're doing the seventy dollar PlayStation Five game, right? Uh, no, Ubisoft's not actually. Oh, they aren't. Yeah, huh. so they're there's so, sixty. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'll probably hold off on getting the season pass because a lot of times. They will be on sale at some point anyways. Around the time that, you know, maybe the first DLC comes out, they might put it on sale um, for a little bit off. So I'm probably going to hold off on it. But but uh, if you get the season pass on launch day, there will be a Legend of Beowulf quest that will only be available for season pass holders. Which, a little bit of a bummer. I don't like that sort of launch day content. sort of stinks. But yeah, this game will have a lot of a lot of support behind it. Probably, I think between just Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Destiny Two, and Cyberpunk, uh, you can expect me to just talk about those games for six months straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's going to take me forever to get through, but I'm going to enjoy myself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I have a few things to finish up before this whole release season really kicks off. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, from Ubisoft we go to now Microsoft's Bethesda. I know Microsoft's <laughs> Bethesda. We're going to talk about it here because these pertain to games available on PlayStation platforms. Uh, well, Fallout 76, Tyler. What have you what have you last heard of Fallout 76? Uh, just What is a... what is what is the man on the streets perception of Fallout 76? I remember hearing about the Wastelander stuff that mm-hmm. they dropped, and that stuff seemed fine. They added NPCs to the game, and I don't haven't heard too much outside of that. Like, if this game has a healthy player base or anything like that. Mm. Well, what about you? If you've been following following Fallout seventy six, you know you know that one of the things that fans have been crying out for that's missing is the Brotherhood of Steel, and now they're adding it in. The Brotherhood of Steel coming to Fallout 76. All right. Even though in the lore of Fallout, that's way too early for the Brotherhood of Steel to be popping up, but, you know, whatever. They're just going to throw it in there. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. This DLC is called Steel Dawn. Uh, and I think it's a free update. Yeah, it's yeah. a free update. It's a free update. They're adding the Brotherhood of Steel. Y'all, y'all can be happy. I mean, if you, hmm. I'm not sure if adding the Brotherhood of Steel is going to make people who aren't happy with Fallout 76 happy with it. But you know, I guess you can try it. Uh, there is a free trial going on for Fallout 76. I believe it's. Wow, what? When is? Let's see. Man, we might have already passed it. I might yeah. be late on this news. I think it's October twentieth <laughs> through the twenty sixth was the free. Okay. So, so if you're hearing this, like as soon as it goes up, quickly go download it and play maybe a couple hours of Fallout seventy six. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that's the thing. Uh, I guess less good news from Bethesda is that they're. They're being sued. Bethesda is being sued for sabotaging a game called Rune 2. Uh, there is... Hmm. They are alleging that Human Head Studios, who developed it, uh, was kind of botched some... some, uh... some processes to, uh... Yeah, okay. So here it says... They deliberately ruined Rune 2's launch by failure to transfer source code to continue support for the game after the studio left. Uh, they left the title to dry out on launch day. Okay. Hmm. So, hmm. Okay. That's weird. So, Human Head Studios, I'm not sure if you remember, they made Prey for. Yes. And then they were bought yep. by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Mostly, prop, I, I think, just to acquire the Prey uh, IP. That That's my suspicion is why they bought Human Head. And I guess Human Head was contracted out to Ragnarok Games to make Rune 2. Mm-hmm. And 
Ragnarok Games is alleging that they sabotaged Rune 2. So, and this is all all speculation, but they think they did it to protect uh, the Elder Scrolls. Mm. Because apparently Rune 2 was, in this article, seen as a viable competitor for Skyrim. Which is is the reasoning for why ZeniMax would do this. Yeah. Weird. Weird yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think this is ultimately a little a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know the Rune games aren't very popular. Um, I just don't know if Rune would have ruined Skyrim becoming what it was. What it is, I guess. I, I still think Skyrim would have made a lot of fucking money, even with with Rune. So if they did try to sabotage Rune Two in some way, I I think that's kind of lame. Yeah, because it probably would have. I don't think it really would have mattered in a way. But I don't know. I guess they're looking for one million dollars. They just got any bought for like seven point five billion. I think they can pay them off. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, and I I, I also think that. Yeah, I just think it's interesting that they're only asking for a million dollars because I feel like that's something, honestly, they could probably just turn around and be like, if you want a million dollars, you can just have have it here, fine. And now we don't have yeah. to do this fucking lawsuit. And I'm curious yeah. if, I guess, Microsoft has to be involved in this in some way. Yeah, I, hmm. You can imagine. I, I don't think, because, you know, acquisitions especially one of this size do take time before it's like it's official and Microsoft totally owns Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if, you know, right now, if they're probably in that process, but I would imagine Microsoft has to be involved in some way with this. Yeah. I mean, it's, this will probably but, end in a settlement that none of us will hear about. They'll, they'll just, yeah, it'll be a private settlement, and we'll never hear from it again. Kind of yeah. like whenever Randy Pitchford gets in trouble. Right, yeah. It's just, yeah, what a weird, <laughs> weird thing. Uh, Very weird thing. Haven't heard from Randy Pitchford in a while. That's a good, that, that's good, it, it's, that's it's, a good it thing. It is a very it's good, a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm sure we'll hear from him whenever Godfall wants. Did you, did you see some of the stuff from Godfall, their skill tree, which is completely exhausting? I did not see that. Is there a lot oh, of skills? Uh, let me go. Uh, let me let me go. See if I can fetch this real quick. But I took one look at this, and I thought that it was just too much. I, I linked it right there, and you see a menu here, and I think. Even if I was going to play this game, wow. this would be the point where I'd be exhausted. Wowie. So, it seems like there's a lot of skills, but then each skill has a level. Mm-hmm. And up to five levels for each skill. And they're and I, all, like, linked on this kind of, like, yes. square grid. It's not necessarily clear what links to what. What actually, if if at all, these affect each other. 
Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could be. Yeah, could be a lot. Lots to keep track of. I am mm-hmm. so curious how this game's going to turn out, like review score wise. I really am. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. it, it. It comes out. Yeah. But all right. Yeah, that's uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't need to talk about Godfall yet. I mean, maybe when it comes out, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, really quick, because I, I don't know if it would work out since we're going to do a special episode for next week. So if we'll have a chance to talk about it. But figured we can keep this brief. But these are the PS5 launch titles, apparently. Oh. So curious to get, you know, what, what you're interested in. Um, in trying to play this this holiday season. So I'll start with first party. So mm-hmm. Astro's Playroom, which that's bundled in with the console. Uh, yeah, um, I guess you get it no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Demon Souls. You excited for that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you knew the answer to that before you asked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I figured. Um, yeah, that, that game, it does look very good, though. Um, Destruction All-Stars. Maybe on sale. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I'm curious. That's not a se- that does not look like a seventy dollar game to me. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm, and and I honestly don't think they've even really showed any gameplay of that like true, just like uncut gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I feel like that game probably won't be good. Uh, Marvel Spider Man remastered. Would yeah, you play, play Spider Man the- again? I'm not going to play Spider Man again. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play that Miles Morales, which yeah. you'll mention. Yeah, so Spider-Man Miles Morales dropping on launch day, and then Sackboy, big adventure. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know if I could do a Sackboy game. Especially <laughs> considering that it's not even a media molecule thing. Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. like, it's it's this kind of spin-off, like, platformer. It looks like... Yeah. It's a three. It's a three D platformer, you know. Sackboy. It's it's just. It's not Little Big Planet. It isn't. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have the creation aspect to it. I guess um, it's a lot more like. Seems a little like Super Mario three D World ish to me. Um, yeah. Game could be cool. I, I don't. It could be like just a fun fun time. Like almost like a. Like a Yoshi game, like something that's really probably too easy, but it's chill and, you know, levels are creative. So you're like, yeah, I'm having a good time here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on that. So those are all the first party titles. Not a bad first party lineup, I think, uh, at launch um, with Demon Souls and Miles Morales being the big ones there. Um, Third party, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. You curious on that one? Yes. All right. All right. Um, Borderlands 3 is going to be getting a kind of upgrade, I guess, eh. on launch day. Eh. I haven't played Borderlands 3 yet. I'm not sure what's going to make me play Borderlands 3. Yeah, I can see that. So they are launching. So this upgrade, I think it's like an optimized version of the game for PS5, but then it's also... They're adding new skill trees. It's it's called the Borderlands 3 Director's Cut. 
I think they're also adding a second season pass I saw too. I mm. didn't read too deep into it. I, I'm not sure if they're adding any like actual like story content or anything like that. So I will play this only because I still haven't played the final big DLC and at this point it's so you know next gen so close and I'm really curious how well Borderlands 3 is going to run on a PS5 so I'm just going to wait play that then yeah that, um, that's that game's on my back burner if like Borderlands 3 is a game that's like well everything that's out right now fucking sucks and I don't feel like playing it <laughs> so I'll go play Borderlands 3 to mm. kind of just numb my brain a little bit yeah even then, let's be honest, you'll probably just be playing Hades. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you got me. I did, yeah. Uh, bug Snacks. Yes, yes, Bug Snacks. <laughs> I'm in for it. I'm curious about it, for sure. It game looks goofy and could be neat. Um, it's, this one's a little weird, but Cyberpunk 2077. Not officially a launch game. It's only launched on PS4, but you'll be able to play it backwards compatible on PS5 and get some performance out of that. Yeah, I'll 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 be glad to play that on a console that won't melt while playing it. Yeah, uh, I'd Definitely. like my play. I'd like my uh, original PlayStation 4 to last longer. I so I will not play the game that will kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Cyberpunk. Could be interesting. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Eh, unless I yeah. hear really good things about it. Yeah. I am not not super excited about that game right now. And probably will be a game I will pick up down the road to play the campaign or something like that on a sale. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. You see, it might be time for me to play DMC5. I haven't played it. Oh, man, I have a feeling this game is going to be amazing on next-gen consoles. Being So it's going to run up to 120 frames per second um, with no ray tracing. But but still, man, that's a great game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm in on that as well. Uh, Dirt 5. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's the kind of racing I want to do. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Codemasters makes game racing games that feel really good, and but I haven't played a dirt game since Dirt Two, I think. Um, I so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, ooh, here we go. I I know you'll be in in on this one. Fortnite. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not no. gonna be. Not gonna be doing that. Uh, Godfall. Oh god, that's that's another one that like if it's deeply discounted. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh Just Dance twenty twenty one. You better Probably bet no. Nah. <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna man- dance my ass off for this console. Yeah, yeah. Uh Maneater is getting a upgrade to Is that the, the game next you gen? play as a shark? Yes. That, that's the one where you hmm. Okay. We'll see what that We'll see what that costs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm not something I'm going to probably jump into, but could be neat. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition. It hmm, that might be one that I get. 
once you know there's a COVID vaccine and we can all hang out again all the time, <laughs> and we'll we'll just play Mortal Kombat together and beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, it uh, it's gonna be a lot of content for in this package, which is cool. Mortal content. <laughs> so yeah, Mortal Kombat. Um, NBA 2K21. Uh, no, I I'm still playing 2K20. I don't see a reason to buy the new one. I mean, I got yeah. 2K20 for free. <laughs> Agree. Um, Observer System Redux. Mm. Yeah, I'm, nah. I'm not, not my thing. Uh, Planet Coaster. <laughs> I already own that on PC, so that's mm. no for me. Gotcha. The Pathless. I don't even know what that is. Um, so this game's from Giant Squid, the developer of Abzu. Um, oh, Okay. And yeah, it's it's they showed it off pretty extensively in a state of play um the one that was focused on PS4 games. They showed this game off and it seems like it has a Breath of the Wildish sort of world, but the way you maneuver around seems to be a lot quicker. Um and you know, you got this like bow and arrow that you're just shooting all over the place and has different abilities to it could be pretty cool honestly i think when it comes to any indie games that are launching this is the one i'm probably most interested in sorry bugs next but mm. okay right. see um warhammer chaos bane slayer edition i have no clue what this game is no it's 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 a nerd game for for nerdy assholes <laughs> Gotcha. And then lastly, um, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Depends if I have time. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's... I I would say there's... What? There's at least probably four games above Watch Dogs Legions to me. So, Mm. we'll see. That... Combined with that PlayStation Plus collection, I think there's some there's some stuff on launch day. I mean, yeah, I think every one of these games outside of Demon Souls is on a PS4. I think, uh, but but still, I think if you're picking up the console and want some things to play, there's definitely definitely some hopefully pretty good games to play here. So. You know, I'm I'm just absolutely gutted we don't have a Resogun two. Oh man, me too, me too. But I guess I could play Resogun on a PlayStation 5. Yeah. With HDR. Oh. And, you know, hopefully at a boosted frame rate or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what we need to finally finish that one fucking game. Out <laughs> the of commando game. mode, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a heartbreaking thing. So, uh, we were so close. So close, so many times. God damn. Game. I miss Resogun. <laughs> Me too. I miss Housemark games like that. I really yeah. do. They are making that other thing, though. I, It's... Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure on that either. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, I did have one other piece of news uh, just to point out the hypocrisy of online discourse. Um, you know that EA got caught putting in-game ads. Mm-hmm. Turns out NBA 2K did it also. Yes. Just gonna say it! Just gonna say it! It was done by someone else also. 
not just EA. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, pretty fucking gross with NBA 2K21. Just because they are increasing the price of their game for next gen, they are putting advertisements in it, and it is microtransaction to hell. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So disgusting. Yeah. Honestly. Cannot believe they did that. Yeah. Well, let, let me back up. I can believe that they did that, but they deserve a lot of fucking shit for it. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Let's. I. I think that's it. I think yeah. we have another episode to record. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna just wrap this up real quick here. Uh. Because you know. It's, it's more time recording podcasts, and we don't we didn't magically create an hour, even though daylight saving time did happen. Uh, it did, yeah. Wow, you you didn't notice it was brighter this morning? It just went by me. Didn't even think of it. <laughs> I I swear it was this morning, right? Maybe daylight savings time twenty twenty. Am I am I am I just making this up? It maybe it's because I was. Nope, actually, I'm wrong. That's not until another another week and a half. Okay. Mm. I swear, maybe that was just me hungover in the morning. I just thought it was brighter outside when I woke up <laughs> as compared you, to other days. Did you just, like, wake up at, like, 12 o'clock? No, I woke up at 8.30. <laughs> oh, okay. I woke up at 8.30 so I could get up and eat breakfast before the F1 race. And I swear it was there was more light outside than usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that was just a total. Maybe it was for. Hmm. I. You know what? I'm just gonna drop it. May I? I was thinking maybe it was daylight saving time in another country that, because I saw someone mention it. But then I realized no one other than the United States does it right, <laughs> because we're no. backwards like that. Yeah, no, I don't think any other country does. Oh gosh. Oh well. Enough about that. Let's move on to the end of the show in which I tell you, I demand of you, that you rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Give us five stars and share us with your friends if you need to send in questions. Preferably not about my mental state or anything like that. I I don't need questions about that. Uh, You can send questions to uh, PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next week, I'm going to try to get this uh, this whole brain situation uh, figured out. And uh, y'all out there, be good to each other. Play your video games and. Ba-da-ba-doo, ba-ba-doo.